episode 14 of Iron Call Cat. Good week. A lot of good to the, you know, I'm getting really, uh, I'm getting really excited to get back in the ring. July 10th, Philadelphia. Yeah, it's about time. We're going to get back in the ring. I'm super excited. It's time to get those belt back. Belts. Well, I was speaking on my behalf, and in which case, it's yeah, keep thinking about yourself and see where that gets. So, you know, yeah, before we get started, um, about midway, we have a special surprise for everybody. We should we just tell them? Should just tell them that way that they bust it out, give it to them, you know, just leave. We will have Kevin Von Eric, father, on the show, um, here shortly with us. He's a uh, He's actually jumping <laughs> in the river right now, so he gets back. Have that bad boy on. Yeah, that'll be good. But other than that, have you uh, have you kept up with any of the Vice TVs, Dark Side of the Ring? Uh, the last one I saw they did was Dynamite Kid, and that was a that was that one was awesome. I was waiting a long time for that one. Was- yeah, it's it's cool that what Dark Side of the Ring is doing because. Um, a lot of people have their opinions about the movie The Wrestler. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of people loved it. Uh, I know Dad, for one, didn't really like it because it kind of showed an ugly side of the business. But yeah, it was a real side of the business. It was real, yeah. Yeah, I think Dad has got a soft heart. He sees guys that um, he's seen go down that path. It's kind of hard for him to. Uh, he just didn't want it, that that light to be shed. having to go back to normal civilian life. Yeah, exactly. After yeah. And then, you know, going into locker rooms with Dad, we've seen you know, a lot of guys like that. And they, they they had it all. But You know, it's just, it's crazy to see, you know, the people, they're just, they blossom and then they fade. Yeah. And, and that's why. Just, it's inevitable. That's Everybody, why. Exactly. Everybody has a moment. We're excited of the ring, though. They're definitely bringing, yeah, cool light to wrestling. Um, I just said it before. What helps is Evan and... Jason are genuine wrestling fans. They they enjoy wrestling. They love wrestling, and they're they're fans of the old stuff too. So th- them them retelling these stories are exciting. Look how many views that views they're getting. I think on Vice right now it's one of the number one like growing shows. Yeah, or like our fastest growing network. Yeah, fastest growing network. Yeah. I think Vice is yeah the best show. The best show. Yeah, that shows that there is a crowd out there. Um, I don't know if from Vice if it's a new crowd, but I know a lot of the wrestling community, the wrestling community is in this. Is I think it's 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 just putting more eyes on wrestling in a way because they they're just kind of you know covering the human aspect of of the business, you know, and it, there's there's a lot of drama that goes on behind the scenes yeah. that you know a lot of people don't see or hear about. So you know it's cool and there's so much that at one can point, be covered. At one point it turns into a, a a job, you know, of course. But yeah, there's these guys that are out there entertaining you and stuff. It's cheesy as it sounds, but you know, they they they're all you don't know sacrifice their bodies. <laughs> yeah. Real to me, David. No, but uh <laughs> no just just the the, the background stories what, what they had to do to get just to get to the venue that day, you know. Uh, you know, if they're fi- fighting with a wife or fighting with a husband, wh- whatever the situation is, you got to go in there and you got to be who yeah. you are. You know? In Dad's case, losing family members and having to get back into it. Now you know you don't want to. I, I heard that about um, wrestling Noah when Misawa, when Misawa passed away in the ring. Uh, they had a show. I believe he was a main event, but they had a show like the next day or something like that. And he said nobody's 
Ed was in it. It was the same way with like yeah. Owen Hart, you know. Yeah, I know. I remember Ricky Marvin telling us that it just felt really weird, you know. Yeah, he's like the president. He's the guy in Masala. Yeah, but he said he would have wanted it this way kind of thing. So Maybe we'll talk to Dad about that when we have him on. Just, uh, you know, like, because I remember that story. It's pretty sad, but Dad, uh, Dad traveling all around Texas and then, uh, you know, writing notes to each other because, you know, Granddad would split them up. Oh, Fritz von Eric, our grandfather would put them up and uh, you know, just yeah, let, let there be a little von Eric everywhere. <laughs> and um, but they'd write little notes to each other on turnbuckles, and then you know, they'd say, Hey, Kev, hey, Gary, hey, hey, Dave. It would be so cool to have some of those turnbuckles, but yeah, just yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen one of them when I was playing in the ring. I remember dad saying, Hey, look, that's Uncle Dave's name. Yeah, if we ever, if we ever get uh, we get one of those, if any, if any of you guys ever see one, please send me a link. I'll uh, eBay that. Yeah, I'd definitely buy that. Yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, that's what he was just saying. Was, he'd read those notes after Uncle Dave or Uncle Mike passed. Yeah, I know. Imagine just you're super close to your, to your brother, and then I can't imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he lost me. <laughs> lost me. In a good relationship. He lost me close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna um. Let's uh, put the tissue boxes away, guys. We're we're gonna have Kevin Von Eric on, and uh, and look who just walked in. We got Kevin Von Eric, our dad. He's here right now. How you doing, Dad? Great to be here, you guys. Great to be here. Thank I just you. Uh, I've been looking forward to doing y'all's show, and so uh, here I am. I know we did one before, but it yeah, wasn't like this it was like no camera today. What we're thinking about doing though is actually having a segment on the show called you know in hawaii we call it talking story which if you're just sitting there talking with somebody for a while it's talking story but talking story with kevin von Eric. well this is episode one because i yeah. plan on i want to make every time we do a show then i'm going to um, tell a story that's never been told there you Something, go because yeah. all i know is wrestling it's i was brought up and i've saturated it from day one so i know everything about it i'm going to tell you okay for instance um oh, here we go. a lot of you have heard about I don't know which story I should do first, but maybe the, you've heard kayfabe. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about. I wanted to hear the history well, of kayfabe. Let me tell you that we, the word is actually kayfabian. I mean, it's someone's name. Yeah, it, it means you know, shut up. You know, you could hurt somebody's feelings. You can embarrass somebody, something like that. You know, and what it came from is back in the old days when my dad was president of the NWA. If we ever got a call uh, back in the old days, you all have to remember how the phone sounded. We could. Hello, long distance calling for Mr. Harley Race. And we were all trained exactly how to answer the phone. We'd say, he's not here right now, um, uh, but here's a number where he can be reached. Well, the way the phone call actually went, they wouldn't ask for Harley Race. They'd say, uh, this phone call, hello, long distance calling for Mr. K. Fabian. And I'd say, here's right. Here, he's not uh, uh here right now, um, who may ask is calling? And they'd say, Harley Race. And I'd say, Whoa. he's not here right now, but here's a number where he can be reached. So you're going to get like, out my dad's book. So you're kind of like a secretary for, for granddad. We all were. Really? We had, I guarantee you, DBLT <laughs> did it. Uh, Jake did it. You know, Jake Rollins. Yeah. Like, we all did it. It's just like, that's how. Well, I mean, all the pro if your dad was president of the NWA, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, ask Greg Gagne. You, you know, I have another question. So, a lot of uh, 
I'm not wrestling terms or taken out of context, but um, I notice a lot of people use, you know, uh, even the, even the fans will use uh, kayfabe, heel, babyface, all this stuff. Right. But I know a lot of older wrestlers, it bothers when they're uh, used incorrectly. And I remember Ross and I were telling you about a match and um, said something about, uh, yeah, um, Ross is getting heat put on him. And you said, no, 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 that's not what heat means. And, and so it meant something else to you guys. Heat is like getting the crowd to hate you. No, the crowd, the crowd's uh, reaction to everything is, that, you know, that's, that's the heat. You either got heat or you don't. Yeah, yeah. So, so even a baby face could get heat then? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. no. Okay. I don't mean that. I mean, you can, the crowd is, um, you always, you know, I know a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, you hear the people clap and hear them chant, you know, they, you know, uh, uh, go, Marshall, go, go, Ross, go, go, Ross, go. They start that chant. Yeah. And then they clap, you know, and they cheer. But when the crowd is really hot, on their heels against Bill building rumbles, but you've heard it a few times, I'll bet, in your life. I've heard it in Japan, but I haven't really heard it in the United States. Well, yeah, I think I, I don't think I ever heard it in Japan, son. Really? No, no. I'm talking about a sound where the boy, people stomp their feet and it rumbles the whole building. Oh, I saw it in a match with uh, um, some of the best. Uh, I saw Steve Austin have a match like that. And I saw uh, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels have a match like that. Yeah. It was in WrestleMania 25. And it hey, was, good job you remembered that. That's the, yeah. Well, no, isn't that the one that I went in, 25? Uh, you went in, yeah, 2009. Uh, 2009. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Go ahead and call it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe you, 2009 you went, and then when you were uh, inducted, uh, Mike Michael Hayes. That sounds was, about right. Yeah, man, that I, was I when I sure heard you accidentally said that. I was going to say the two the, the new new day guys all yeah, again. i know <laughs> man when he said that we were sitting there uh dad is giving a speech and i was i was kind of you know when it's your dad and you love him and you respect him and stuff you're kind of looking at everybody like please respect him and then he he slipped up and said said instead of saying new day guys he said these new gay guys it was it was a slip and oh, uh man. i remember thinking looking at everybody like i was like, I was like oh boy yeah but but it was yeah. funny because the 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 new day guys they really did make a joke out of it you know and so, yeah. so it was oh, great guys. yeah they awesome. are they're, they're hilarious you know yeah, yeah. but they, i thought that was really cool but yeah. did um kofi was a really good guy i mean i, I had a we went back away really you and kofi yeah that guy is a freak athlete. Yes. Hey, hey, Dad, um, was there like a a cool spot at the sportatorium that you know not a lot of people knew about or anything like? Oh, um, give me a memory. What you're talking about. You're talk, talk, back then, son, there was a catwalk that no one knew about. Only a few wrestlers that you know we told. Otherwise, no one knew it except Steve Austin. He found it himself. But, uh, <laughs> oh. It was there. But old Bill Hines used to was the building manager. Of the, custodian back then he ran everything and he kept his liquor up he was he, he was, his was that was how steve austin found it well <laughs> no steve wasn't going up with that i'll mm -hmm. tell you why because uh that was like um he, well he kept beer in the cooler but he also had all of the stuff that he didn't want his wife to see because she came every other <laughs> yeah and so uh but that was a perfect place to watch wrestling because you could look down over the ring uh, that's my that was my roddy piper story you know, yeah, Roddy talked to, about he and I with the beer, but what he really meant was Roddy loved wrestling. He was a student of wrestling. Yeah. And he wanted to watch from that angle because we could, could hear everything, could see everything. Yeah. You know? And so Roddy and I would go up there and watch 
watch wrestling. We'd also have drink beer, but it was all about wrestling. Really? Clothes. And that was Steve Austin, too. Steve was a student of wrestling. He loved it and wanted to improve himself. And Steve's the kind of guy that he makes it happen. That, that, that I was, respect him for that. that. That was one of the only guys, not only guy, but you told me. I was like, was there ever a guy you saw that, well, this guy, this kid's going to make it one day? Yeah, he had some. Yeah, Steve yeah. Austin was yeah. the guy. I and, remember uh, Bronco told me that about him. Um, uh, he said uh, Steve had his bag opened and Bronco saw a can of tuna fish in there. And Bronco t- turned around to me and said, this kid's going to make it. He's serious. He's carrying a can of tuna. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that reminds me of Ross. And we're on the yeah. bus and he's scarfing cans of tuna yeah. down the whole time. That's being committed. Right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, screw taste. Let me tell you about Piper, though. That, uh, we went up there and, uh, you know, we drank maybe a – he drank more than I did. I, was, I never <laughs> did like beer. But after, but he, it always impressed me because Roddy wouldn't forget about Bill Hines. He wanted to make sure he compensated him. And he, we went over across the street and got – some liquor and replace it after the show and put it back for him. That's classy. Because that's the kind of guy Piper was. That's he classy. Really was somebody spoke. Oh, man, what a guy. Yeah. That's, I remember when uh, yeah, you did an independent show. I believe it was in the nine, maybe not the early 2000s, but uh, uh, we went down there with you and um, Roddy Piper was there and he was just so uh, genuine and good to us. He, he reminded, it's weird, uh, he reminded us of you kind of. It, it's weird. You you when you're a kid, you know, smells talk a lot to you. You know, you smell you'll smell something that'll take you back to a day. Even now as an adult, I'll smell yeah, something. Yeah. And you know, a rumor that goes around the internet is how dirty the sportatorium was, and I think that might come from Michael Hayes because he never really had that held that place in high regard. You know, the odium there or wore deodorant. <laughs> but the thing is, though, that that place smelled like French fries and tacos, and they sold the uh, Jack Island over there at State Fair, Texas. He uh, had his corny dogs there. He he did and those Fletcher. Those corny dogs were famous. Yeah, he had the tacos and French fries that were just great. All the ketchup you could turn. Really? On. Yeah, and the kids loved it. And so the place they sold so much they had reporters asking if it was open for lunch. Yeah, they loved it. But, oh, man. Uh, but so you know, if it stunk, people wouldn't have bought that much food. Being really honest about it, and uh, so I just want to be able to tell y'all that was the. Uh, yeah, the truth about the place. Daddy, um, so change the subject a little bit. I know there's a lot more stories we can talk about, but uh, with today's with wrestling landscape today, what it looks like, I know it's so different from territory days or any of that. Um, what, what, what do you think about wrestling right now? Are you? Uh, I know you weren't too proud of it in the '90s and early 2000s when it was. Yeah, what do you think about the oh, state? Oh man, I'm glad you asked me that, son. Thanks. You know, a lot of people wonder why I got kicked off Twitter. You know, well. Uh, you know, such things that I'll have to say that Twitter bad I have a, a cousin out there in Jewett, Texas, who was a high jumper. She this about 10 years ago. And I know how hard she worked. Yeah, the yeah. best high jumper she could be. She was almost 5'11", yeah. tall girl. But she could get up to. She yeah. had a gift for that little town out there in Buffalo County. You know, and so there are girls that were like we were. Yeah. Give it their all every day. Uh, wrestling, we're, being an athlete is a 24-hour job. Yeah. Every day you wake up in the morning and you do the same thing, and that's the way it is every day. It takes a discipline that most men aren't willing to pay. Yeah. And that's why you always go to the ring in top shape. Yeah. You're never in anything less than top shape when you get in the ring. And that's because it's the other guy who gets tired and, lets, and you kick his butt and not you. 
Yeah. But, um, but Dad, I, I wanted to clarify something with you because I think you're. Well, let me go on about this Twitter and, and girls. I, I wanted to go ahead and, and let it know that I do not have anything against girl wrestlers. I see some of these girls now, and they're working so hard in the ring. Please know that Kev is your friend. I'm on your side, and I don't have anything against that at all. It's the unfairness part that I'm seeing. That records, tra a 100 meter, a 400 meter, these track records are broke, broken. Uh, every few years, a world record goes, but it goes down by the tenths of a second or two tenths of a second, but not a full minute or a, a, a hundred pounds or they've got to find some common sense yeah. and let these girls compete on even ground. And that was what I got kicked off. For. Really? That was it. Okay. I wasn't sure what that was about, but what I wanted to clarify though, is you got some heat um, when uh, you talked about women's wrestling a few years ago and they asked what your thoughts were on women's wrestling and you didn't like it at the well, time. So it wasn't ladylike. Yeah. Because back then they were wrestling in, you know, mud, mud wrestling and bathing suits. And if, uh, you know, it, it didn't, it didn't make women look That's right. right. Now, they, insult to yeah, today's wrestling, though, women are competitive. They have well, competitive yeah. matches and better matches. I'm so glad like you're giving me a chance to clear this up, son, because I want the people to know out there, I treat my wife like a queen. My wife is the queen of my castle, and that makes me king. She makes sure it's that way. And it's a beautiful relationship, and I wish every man out there could enjoy it. But you got to know, you put your wife up there, queen. It's always yes, ma'am, when you're talking near the kids. Thank you for dinner. Dinner was delicious. Thank you, darling. You just talk like that. And that's the way your your boys will raise. We have to remember, stay with works, nature, natural. Don't hate the natural world like these people that just hate nature, it seems like. Follow nature. Nature is your friend. It's God. God is in control of all things and to deny that is to fail amen you watch amen that's true yeah but yeah i'm glad i'm glad we could clarify that we we're talking about uh we're at a seminar in israel and yeah some of the wrestlers were asking uh why, why you didn't like women's wrestling and so i was i was excited to clarify that because i know why i know yeah, yeah, i know yeah. what that was all about i don't think it was demeaning and especially in the mud and stuff like that yeah but, yeah but um i wouldn't want to do that i wouldn't go wrestle a dude in the mud no no sure. and there's like so many twisted minds out there yeah when two or three of them get together they they decide that's everybody thinks and yeah you know, i guess i don't, I don't know but these movies with with movies and things like that they just got so abstract i just lost interest you know okay, so besides wrestling what what is uh what is your one of your favorite hobbies to do what, what, what's something that you like to you want to get away you've, you've had a busy week and you want to clear your head well I know that uh, I send you guys the how to get lobster on that reef once a week, uh, but <laughs> I used to love to scuba dive. And if, if it wasn't for my knees being so bad and my back carrying the uh, equipment to the beach and all, then I would do it every day like I used to. But I love to be down there in the in the, in the ocean with the fish, and the, it's a world no one could see until 1949. You know yeah. when uh, Jacques Cousteau invented the scuba self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. We know more about space than we do the bottom of the ocean. Isn't that something, yeah, that that's is true. Crazy. I know it really so. is crazy to to be able to breathe underwater. I know it sounds dumb because everybody's used to you know yeah, the fact yeah. of scuba yeah. diving now. But the other day we we jumped on the waterfall with the scuba tanks. Just we're laying on the bottom, looking up at the water hit, and it was just—it's a totally different world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's just someplace that not everyone knows about. I wish they did. Well, we were down at the bottom of the waterfall. Um, we have about it's about a fifteen, maybe twenty foot drop, and so we have a we have a big ladder in the waterfall, and um, had a big rain, and the, the rain took the ladder 
you know, and we had no idea where it was. And so before any of the kids jump or anybody, we want to make sure it's safe. And so we jumped in with our tanks to, to check the bottom, make sure the ladder wasn't sticking up. Because we did have a close call with you, Dad. Remember yeah, that yeah, he yeah. jumped? Oh, yeah. He jumped, and that ladder went in between his armpit and his body. And it was uh, it was about three feet from the surface. We couldn't see we couldn't it. Couldn't see it. It was sticking up. Yeah, we always check now after that. But y'all, let me know this. Uh, it rains here. We live in we live in this island in the uh, Pacific called Hawaii, the Hawaiian island, and it rains like crazy here. I've never seen rain like that in Texas. Oh, it was except when we so left, except right when we left Texas. Remember, it didn't rain for like almost a year, and then we uh, left, and then they had like. One of the biggest, uh, man, yeah, one of the biggest rains ever. Texas was the most beautiful when I left. I really, yeah. I love Texas. It, I always will. There's a, the Louisville Bridge almost got flooded when, when we left, it going was, into Lake was, Dallas. Oh, really? Yeah, water. it was like touching the top of the bridge. You yeah, know, yeah, normally yeah, like yeah, a twenty. I remember touching that was that was crazy because the spillways are, are below that. Yeah, you know? it was looking like about to dry up when we left. We were in one of those big droughts, right? Yeah, yeah. kind of like God saying, "You need to get out of here." Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah. Love Texas, I, I love Texas. I love everybody out there. Howdy, Texas! I know. Yeah, Texas really is. That's just a. It's a. It's we'll always have a special place in our heart. And then for Ross and I, when we got to debut in Texas for the first time, we really didn't know how we were going to be received with the crowd and stuff. And they were the most loyal, just like wow, lo- loving people, and made us feel so comfortable. And now it's our, you know, our. Our it's our state in Texas. I, I was talking to a lady getting on the plane in San Francisco one time, and she said, "Oh, so you used to live in Texas, and now you live in Kauai?" I said, "Yes, ma'am." And she said, "Well, I've always wanted to ask somebody that Texas says that Texas is so great that now that you've lived in Kauai, then which would you like better?" And I said, "Well, ma'am, I'm sure sad to disappoint you, but the truth is, Texas was. Yeah, I love the ocean." And I love, you know, you the view and all that. The yeah. people of Texas are different. It's just there's so much love and the concern for your neighbor. And when there's a, a hurricane or a tornado, you should see the people band together. Yeah. There's, in huge droves, the people help each other. The, the media would pretend this doesn't happen, but it does. Well, and I don't mean just Texas. Yeah. Oklahoma's like that. Arkansas yeah. is like that. Not like Texas, but Louisiana. Yes, Louisiana is like all the southern states. Yes. And you well, know, I, I I can't speak. I think it's I think it's like that. Really, everywhere. Yeah, Florida's a great place they, too. Yeah. Well, up north, they had that Youngstown flood up there. The people pulled together, and I'm telling you, the media has been hiding it. They don't want people to be comfortable and think and think like that. They they, I don't know what it is. It's incredible. I'm sorry, but it's yeah. just. And I know I'm breaking a lot of rules here, but yeah, I have seen hard. brotherhood and love out there, and to tell me it doesn't exist. It's wrong. I've seen it. And uh, you've spoken like a true bad boy. Being yeah. Banned. yeah. We're about to get banned yeah, from the podcast. Hey, our folks are bad. <laughs> you know, we're, we're not bad, but I mean, you know, yeah. they, they like to see good beat bad. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's what wrestling is. But, but we also, you know, I've seen territories they call. But you know, one, one thing I, I've noticed, in, in, at least in Texas, where my experience is, is if um, even your neighbor, if your neighbor, you hear a noise at your neighbor's house and, and, and they're concerned or, or, or you, they hear it at your house, and they will come up right and check over. Yeah, that's right. Gone. They show are. up with their gun and check on you. <laughs> you know, Texas too. When you're like, when the light turned green, nobody honked because honking is rude. Yeah, you, you go know. to L.A. It's honking at each other, screaming at each other. How much time do we have? Y'all have time for one more story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can go. We can go a little longer. Well, okay. You remember the Ultimate Warrior? 
Jim Helwig. Yeah, Dingo. Yeah. yeah. He was a he was a friend of mine and I've heard a lot of insults about him, but he had a great heart. He was a he was a good a, a good man and his wife Sherry was a little darling too. But uh he called me one night. Uh I think we're what you and I were watching hockey one night. Uh, watching the stars, yeah, actor. And he and he called and uh told me that he'd been fired up there at WWE and that he'd gone by the Ultimate Warrior and he wanted to come up with some comic books and stuff like that, but he wanted to use the name Warrior. He couldn't do it. And, and it was just, you know, full of grief. Full of yeah. Grief. I told him, I said, well, Jim, for us, you were the Dingo Warrior. Yeah. And so I will give you rights to it, man, the Dingo Warrior. Um, he, he asked me how, how much to pay. I said, Jim. Nothing. You worked for me for free, so you. So you named the warrior. That's that cool, man. I, gave, I, I, was. I didn't know and that. I, I, no, they, I've never heard it either. But that's that's how it happened. That's how I gave him the name Warrior. I gave him his own name, and then he went and changed his name. He legally changed his name to Warrior. I guess he had to have that. Him and Uncle Kerry must have spent a lot of time together because even you know Kristen and Joe, my, my sisters, they said when he would come around, it was like. He smelled like Uncle Kerry. Looked like kind of looked from behind. Looked like him a little bit. Oh, uh, that to me is when Kerry's funeral came, it almost broke me down looking at him. Oh, his teeth. It was the the teeth and his nose and his chin was like it looked like yeah almost like that. That that that, that tripped me out. And you know that, that's what I meant about sometimes I can feel so far away from home, and then when we get in the locker room, you feel at home because there's guys that smell like you to me. It's just my childhood, you know. I smelled Dracar and and uh, and, you know that minty smell, that icy hot smell. Yeah. You know. Well, we want the fans to know: don't get beat to see if we all stink. We're wrestlers, you know. Yeah, we just love our own stuff. <laughs> 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 you know what? Oh, I do remember this. Uh, Mom told me she said, whenever you wrestle that guy, do you know you always smell perfume or something. He did. He had a smell about him that some like, it stunk different. Some, it stunk different. Yeah. Some wrestlers he, he stunk good. Basically. Yeah, he, he stunk, stunk good. good. Yeah. Yeah, so, some wrestlers do smell really good, and I appreciate that when you're locking up, or when a guy brushes his teeth. That way, uh, when you lock up, sometimes there's guys that are. It's good etiquette. Yeah. Well, maybe back. Well, back in my day, I back in your day, good. We all just had our own different stink. Yeah. Us. If you complain about it, you're a sissy. So. I guess so. But yeah, nowadays it's like etiquette, I guess, to brush your teeth so so that when you lock up with a guy, <laughs> hey, we brush our teeth. Yeah. Well, some of those guys didn't look like it. The guys that were uh, remember yeah. Stan Hansen doing a right. promo and he got uh, tobacco in his mouth or chewing tobacco and he said, "I got nine kids and a fat wife and somebody's got to feed them." And he was spitting all over Gene while, while he's talking. Yeah, I've told this story before, but when I kicked Buddy in the mouth, that during that uh, anything goes match, you know, and. Yeah, his whole upper row of his teeth were in my foot, you know, imprinted there. So, uh, I get up to the office and uh, upstairs in the, in the dressing room and says, uh, they sent a second up and he said, uh, Mr. Roberts wants me to tell you that he doesn't like to brush his teeth. You better have that look at it. What? <laughs> oh, shoot. He sure did. Did he get it infected? So, the next day, it was so infected, the doc had to cut the stitches out and scrub it out. It was terrible. Really? He said it had been better off with a snake bit. What? That's what Dr. Patterson said. That's crazy. Nothing against him, but you know, that's just how guys were back. He was traveling all the time, probably didn't have very much time to take care of his you know his hygiene i guess i know it's buddy that's just how buddy is yeah <laughs> i feel bad for buddy because i remember watching y'all's matches and uh, he was the guy that uh seemed like he got worked the most he, he was he was just oh man buddy was always ready to go though. he was yeah like, he was a uh, 
Oh, he didn't stop coming. He was a crash test dummy. That's yeah. what he wanted. Hey, I, I don't know if I mistold the Brody, story. Brody, Brody, dude, Brody, there are so many good men. You know, when I tell an old story, it makes me think, the guys I'm missing out. You know, yeah. I don't want to leave out so many guys. Like, I remember uh, when I was just tell, telling you just about Steve Austin being a student of wrestling, Undertaker was. Yeah, he yeah. was a, you know, yeah, you um, know, we're gonna time. we're gonna have you back on, so we want you to spread these stories out so you can tell them. John Leafield was like, yeah, oh yeah, did you go to his football practice? Oh yeah, what was, yeah. What was that like? Oh, um, it was a long time ago. I don't remember much. We went as coaches, and he is a real character around his school. He was, yeah. Oh, everybody's got a John Leafield story. He rode the horse in the girls' dorm, you know. Well, what and, school was it? SMU? No, it was uh, Abilene Christian, I believe. Abilene Christian. Oh, really? Yeah, the Javelina, Javelinas, I believe that was. And they, he, well, oh, man, they had a great football team, and he was a good player. Why, why did you come to his school? Well, he, they, because they recruited him. He, oh, why did I coach him? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, good athletes get scholarships, but he was, he went out there because um, we had a show right near there, and so Looking for they talent. were riding together. So we just dropped by, turned out they were having practice, and so we are, we, Oh, they just showed us around everything, showed, really? us, showed us the school, and then we spent the day with them. Yeah, we, had, we got there a couple hours early. You know what Jim Duggan told me? I was uh, We're in a locker room one time in Dallas, and he said, uh, he said I wanted to uh, take a second to tell you your grandfather is the reason I'm a wrestler. Or not a wrestler, the reason I, uh, I I played college football. And he said that granddad got him a scholarship over at SMU. Oh, Jim Duggan. Yeah, yeah and then after, after he was done playing football, he got him into wrestling, too. He's another great guy, Steve yeah. Jim Duggan. He is. He's he got. Yeah, he had great things. Uh, he's smart, uh, really level-headed, good, good family man. man. Yeah, like like Layfield. He's a he's um well, especially John Layfield. He's really up to date with current events. I mean, he knows. He's like, see how smart the guy is. Oh man. Okay. Well, hey, also to to everybody listening to the Iron Clawcast, we're gonna we're gonna start doing this uh, pretty much every show. We're gonna have this segment called Talking Story with Kevin Von Eric. And, you know, maybe we might have some guests on with my dad. It'd be pretty cool to see my dad reconnect with, you know, there's a lot of guys from World Class, David Manning, maybe even Michael Hayes. We can get Michael Hayes on the show one day. But, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Mike could do anything. Yeah. yeah I'd love to see you guys scream at each other like an old married couple. Yeah, on there. no, no. <laughs> oh, <I'm> married. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, well, thank you all for listening so much. And uh, y'all have a blessed day. Until next time. Great talking to you.